0: So, right now, I am sitting in the cinema, and I'm sure you can probably hear the overabundance of loud fucking Christmas songs in the background, but I am not going to miss this opportunity to do this. It is 10 to 11. I'm sitting in the first session of No Time To Die in Tasmania. There is three other people in this cinema with me. So clearly all Bond fans. I just spent $9 on a soda water in order to get myself a No Time To Die paper cup, which is literally a silhouette of Sean Connery with the words No Time To Die on it. But the reason I'm recording this before the movie is that while Noah and Colin have seen this movie about 300 times each, enjoyed it, analysed it, you've enjoyed their spoiler-free review, I've had to wait an extra two months on top of the two years that I've already waited. So for us as Australians, this is the moment where finally, finally we get to see this goddamn movie. So let's take this moment to appreciate that I'm living in the final minutes of my life of not having seen No Time To Die, I've waited longer than most, and finally, this moment has come. So this movie better be good. If this movie isn't good, the first word you're going to hear coming out of my mouth when I give a reaction to this after this movie is going to be not very nice words. So right now, I'm going to say it. Bring me some motherfucking James Bond. Bring me some motherfucking No Time to Die. And let's see Rami Malek be Dr. No and kick some ass and send Daniel Craig off in style. Bring it on. Name's Bond. James Bond.
1: What do you think you're doing?
0: Keeping the British hand up, sir.
1: No, i 007.
2: <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow.
0: I do Every penny
1: of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. It. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife.
2: Kill Bond
0: now! To the right! To the right! To
2: the right! Shocking. Positively
1: shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you an ice cream.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It is 007, a James Bond podcast, coming to you for one of two big, very special episodes. Finally, we can all talk about No Time To Die. Yes, I have seen it. I've actually seen it twice. And you're not going to hear me talk about my feelings about this movie or my reactions. I'm keeping it all to myself until I talk to Colin and Noah. I'm simply coming in here to give a quick introduction for what episode you're about to listen to right now. This is episode 105, our reaction episode to No Time to Die. So each of us, myself, Colin and Noah, all recorded our immediate reactions the minute we walked out of the cinema. Colin even did it with a person. He did it with a wife. Jamie, that's her name. And these are our exact reactions we all had. Noah recorded this months ago, as did Colin. Mine was recorded the day of me recording this. So these are immediate reactions to seeing No Time To Die. Now, of course, spoiler alert. These contain spoilers. If you have not seen No Time To Die, I strongly suggest you do not listen to this episode until you have seen it, because there are spoilers last chance spoilers for no time to die are said in this episode and outside of this episode if you want to hear myself Noah and Colin talk more in depth about our reactions to no time to die then at basically the same time you're hearing this episode immediately available will be episode 106 our final no time to die analysis episode in which all three of us can finally finally talk about our viewpoints of this film. If you have not seen it, and you're still a little bit like, oh, well, I want to hear some reactions, but I don't want to be spoiled, we do have a No Time To Die spoiler-free review episode 103, which was just Noah and Colin, obviously, being in Australia, I've only just been able to see the film, hence why we've held off and doing what we're doing right now, so you can go back and listen to that, but download episode 106, I I swear on the the life of M that essentially we have not at all talked about our feelings and our thoughts thoughts. I have not listened to Noah's or Colin's reactions in this episode at the time of me recording this. I haven't listened to the spoiler review spoiler free review. I have no idea what they think of this film. They have no idea what I think of this film. So when you listen to 106 final no time to die analysis episode, you will legitimately hear our immediate reactions on all together at once. It will be so fresh in our minds. It's going to be an open floor forum where the shit's going to hit the fan. I can already imagine that. But sit back, relax, and listen to mine, Colin's, and Noah's immediate reactions to No Time To Die the minute we walked out of the cinema.
2: <laughs> okay, so I am just got home from watching No Time To Die. It actually happened... <laughs> Uh, Pretty much the day after the UK premiere and a week before Colin's going to see it, a day before the Brits will see it, and about a month before Ben's going to see it, over a month. So uh, that's why I'm just recording this immediate reaction now, because uh, whenever I talk to one of my esteemed co-hosts, it's definitely not going to be an immediate reaction from me. Um, so I'm just recording this short initial reaction. Me and Ben did this last time. Uh, so yeah, but first I just want to say a big F you to anybody who uses their phone, uh, in the cinema, because that was a big issue. And, uh, unfortunately my Korean is not good enough to tell people off, but Uh, so very excited to see the gun barrel back at the beginning. Uh, but that excitement was taken away. The chill, I should have had chills down my spine and I was distracted by a glaring screen literally meters away from me, same row. Um, but, but yeah, it's exciting to be back finally. Uh, just hearing that music, uh. Cray can't get a damn normal gun barrel. What's up with that? Um, nice to see the gun barrel back, um, but what, what's with the lack of blood and the sort of weird zoom or whatever happened in it? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> my my thoughts are still so jumbled uh, and it's so weird seeing this so soon and I no one else I know has seen it, so uh I, I won't go on too long but th- this was a good film uh, it I'm not a fan of long movies it did not feel long at all it felt like two hours maybe less it zoomed by um lots of great bondy throwbacks lots of great stuff I have a feeling watching this a second time I'm gonna pick up on so many little easter eggs and so many things I missed um But other than the glaring thing, the big kind of talking point, I can't imagine anyone is going to come out of this film feeling disappointed with what we got. It hit hit all the Bond notes. Uh, I think it could have had comedy, but it was still that kind of Craig darkness throughout all of it. I think Spectre's comedy worked better. But, you know, it still had the, the jokes. It had some, some Q, Money, Penny, M. Uh, you had the Bond girls. You you had a henchman who I liked that we got a henchman, especially with some sort of gimmick. Uh, but it was very Craigian henchman, like quite bland, uh, kind of like Elvis's cousin or something. But very cool that we at least got something in the ways of henchmen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it had everything, and it was thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, was it the best Bond film? No. But was I expecting it to be the best? No. Was it the worst? Far from it. Um, I'm excited to re-watch it. Uh, I think it's going to hold a good legacy uh, overall for Bond, but... Yeah, uh, it hit all the notes. Uh, Of course, there's going to be one aspect of it that uh, is going to kind of make it or break it for people. (laughs) But uh, I I walked out of the cinema. I saw it alone. Uh, Today, miserable, dreary day, and I walked out. um, This sort of classical sort of sad music was playing. Outside of the cinema, and I was just there was no one around, it was just me, it was dark, it was the rain was coming down, and I just felt like, Oh, this is appropriate. And I just took a moment because standing there, I felt a bit numb. It's like James Bond is dead. Uh, yeah, this is why we need to capture my immediate reaction because. This is not. This is not something you can sleep on. You got to get people's immediate reaction to this because I feel like my opinion is going to change uh, a lot throughout the next rewatch and just time and talking to people. Um, but I am excited to hear what my co-hosts think of this. Um, yeah, because we, we thought that that was the reason they ditched Danny Boyle, but maybe not. Um, do I like it? I don't know. But the important thing is, I didn't come out of the cinema feeling upset. I've got upset emotionally, I was, but I didn't feel cheated and it didn't feel wrong to me. Uh, so. Yeah, I I can't say I hated it. It wasn't my most favourite ending. Maybe not, but it was so emotional and I never thought we would see James Bond get blown to smithereens. Um, And I stayed right to the end. I was the only one, I guess, Koreans leave the cinema as some of them were packing up when Madeline was in the car. uh, Stayed right to the end, had the James Bond will return. So there's no, like, we're not going to get... Matilda Bond in the next film or whatever. I assume we're just going to get the new actor. Um, and we're going to have the new actor and we're just going to start again. Hopefully not a, a big reboot, hopefully just new Bond, but you can keep M, you can keep uh, Penny and Tanner and all that. I don't see why that would be a problem we kept judy dench over two different timelines um but yeah such a heartbreaking kind of end to it and the the role reversal um is of on a majesty's secret service um yeah is not my favorite thing no but it it worked so well it everything fell into place um of course, as we digest this film more, we'll see maybe there's some plot holes or unexplained things. Especially with Madeline, I thought did we really get there was this big build-up of her being such an important sort of thing and her secrets. And I don't know if we fully got to the bottom of that, but I'll pay attention to that more on a rewatch. Um But yeah, I have a feeling this is probably the only time in this series we're gonna see James Bond die, so no Time to Die is going to be forever known as the the one where Bond dies, um, and I'm so excited to see what everyone's reaction to is. It feels weird being one of the first people in the world to see this film. Um, is this going to go down well, or is it going to go down really badly? Um, but at the end of the day, James Bond will return. So yes, he died in this one, but This is the one where James Bond dies. He's going to come back in three or four years. Um, It didn't say 007 will return. It said James Bond will return. And I almost think for the casual audiences, maybe you needed to put that a bit earlier in in the credits, maybe after the initial cast. Um, But yeah, that's the important thing. Uh, So for that reason, I'm not that upset about it. Maybe my opinion will change, but it... The Craig series has never been my favorite, so this is uh, one way to go out, and it was emotional. So it wasn't like they killed him off, and it was just nothing. Uh, but to the last second, I was glued to the screen, but I was thinking, oh, my God. Uh, well, firstly, I was thinking, put that damn phone away. Uh, but I was thinking, no, he's gonna. there's going to be some sort of fake-out Uh, even after he died (laughs) it got blown to smithereens I'm like there still could be some fake out Um, but no I think James Bond was dead Um, so yeah even at the very end I thought maybe he would jump on the thing but the twist with the like the sudden nanobots and not being able to um, because he's going to have the kiss of death (laughs) Um, I thought that was a really emotional great twist to it all Uh, I still thought uh, to the very end especially when he broke his hands uh, I was thinking well is this where Dr. No gets his claw hands Um, but I guess it wasn't it wasn't Dr. No in the end uh, which I'm completely fine with Uh, I thought when we saw the dots in the pre-title in the title sequence which I loved that uh, I groaned when I saw that even though I loved it, uh, but it wasn't Doctor Snow and that's fine by me. Uh, Safin, I don't think is gonna go down as one of the all-time greats. Rami Malik did a good job, but Craig, probably his biggest strength is his Bond villains Christoph Waltz and Silver and Le Chief, uh, not Green. Uh, so I don't think Saffin's going down as an all-time great. He didn't really have a memorable moment. Like, we don't like the brother twist with Blofeld, but we still had those iconic Blofeld scenes in the, the boardroom with the cuckoo and everything. Um, Saffin was missing his moment, I feel. Uh, and he, he was almost an afterthought of this film, but he did a good job. I, I didn't hate his character. Um oh there's so much going through my head That's a- <laughs> this is why I'm doing this uh, sadly talking to myself in my house on a rainy night on a Wednesday but uh, I won't go on for too long but I'm just digesting it all uh, it's going to be so hard at work tomorrow to not just blurt out James Bond is dead um, so yeah <sighs> yeah Blofeld yeah uh, <laughs> we i knew he wasn't gonna have a big impact because they kept it such a secret that there was no way he was gonna have a huge role in this film it would have got leaked you know footage from the sets or whatever so i knew it was always going to be a, a minimal thing <sighs> guess i was okay with his death because we already knew he wasn't coming back as a big villain i still think like <sighs> There is a big issue with the continuity stuff in the Craig films that, oh, Quantum was actually Spectre. And then and then in this one, Safin kills all of Spectre in one party. It didn't really look like much of a big party. And if they're this great organisation, I feel like they wouldn't gather in one sort of place in Cuba. That was a bit sort of... That's classic Craig of tying everything together and... Um almost sort of a bit sort of uh I'm not a Marvel fan but it's almost Avengers Endgamey where they built up this big sort of villain and then in the end they were an afterthought and it was something completely different um I feel like they could have leaned into when Saffron was saying you and me are the same they could have leaned into... Saffin is an interesting villain because he's out to get the other villains, um, which is an interesting twist, but I feel like they could have leaned into that a bit more. Um, Christoph Waltz is good, though, but did his accent change? Uh, I'll have to re-watch that. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to see him back, and his death scene, they did, they needed to let it breathe. They cut straight to Money Penny. I think it was Money Penny, and it's like almost immediately. I know the the film is long, but give it a few seconds. Um, but I, I I knew you know the Craig films are coming to an end. He was a great Blofeld without the kind of brother twist. So I was okay with the way this went down. Not my favorite end to his character, but I guess they were trying to tie everything up in this film, um, which they did a pretty good job of. Um, Great to see the Garden of Death back, Oh, not back, but in. I'm a fan of them using as much of Flem. Let's use up all of the Fleming work uh, as we can. So that was great to see, but not the most memorable of the villain lairs. Uh, it, it was good, but it didn't really pop. And I feel like they didn't really lean into the Garden of Death stuff as much as... It was great to see the Doctor, who was a great character, the Professor, get, like, uh, what was it, Acid Water. That was a great sort of throwback. So I loved that, but loved seeing Garden of Death back. But, uh, yeah, they could have really leaned into that sort of Garden theme. Um, it was lacking a bit, especially because this is, like, the bringing back the climax in the villain's lair, which... We've never really seen in you know, a Craig film, so that would have been great. And and when they saw the boats, I thought we were going to have a big spy love me showdown in, uh, in this villain the Garden of Death. That would have been awesome. Like get the the British Navy versus Saffin's guys, uh, coming in all fighting in this Garden of Death, big battle while Bond goes after Sathan. Uh, would have been really cool, I think. But the climax, of course, is going to go down as one of the more memorable ones for the certain reason. And then just the death of Saf, and I liked the kind of simple simplicity of it. Um. Oh, God, there's so, there's so much... Uh, how long have I been going for? Okay, uh, Felix was great in this film. Um, I don't think any of us... Some of us talked, would Bond die? Would Madeline die? Would... Um would Blofeld die? I don't think anyone ever kind of speculated would Felix die. <laughs> uh, great scene, uh very reminiscent of Sun and Jin. Uh if you get that reference. Uh this year may be my favourite Jeffrey Wright performance, because my issue with the other two is we never got him as sort of Craig's buddy or buddy, but this this week, I really got the sort of Bond-Felix relationship that I felt was missing from the other two. Um, and, yeah, his death, uh, pretty good, I think. I wasn't upset with that either. Um, talking now, I'm like, oh, God, they killed Felix, they killed Blofeld, they killed Bond. like That's a bit maybe too cheap, but I thought it worked. Um, and I then loved the sort of, almost for your eyes only callback uh with the car and you know felix is my brother that that's a great sort of i can imagine roger moore saying that line um so yeah uh so he was great and then the sort of betrayal of the cia guy i think worked better than the c stuff and this cast overall was really good um the professor was such a fun character i think we're gonna rate him highly for sure uh a bit of a throwback to old bond i was getting professor dr metz vibes um and paloma was great as well i loved her see- i i guess we kind of guessed that she was going to be that secondary or third airy bond girl um but she was so much i have a feeling and Uh, quote me on this and I'll see in October 8th when I talk to Colin, I'm feeling Colin's going to be a Paloma fan because I was getting, uh, I was getting sort of Rosie Carver, Mary Goodnight vibes from her and she was a great sort of throwback, uh, just injected a lot of fun that this movie needed. Um, and I liked, she did her part, I liked the sort of three weeks thing and then, um, Bonds. I thought you've been training for three weeks. Uh more or less. Uh that was fun. And then I liked that she just said, okay, this is my stop. Uh I've helped you, I've done my mission. Um so short and sweet, but I think I definitely of the better of the the Craig secondary bond girls. Dare I say maybe the best, but I'll have to sit on that. It's early early days. But yeah, Colin, if you're listening, am I right? I think you're gonna be a a big Paloma fan. I she was fun um now I could be wrong and I need to go onto the internet after this if anyone from the premiere has seen it but was that an Idris Elba cameo uh, maybe it wasn't uh, but if it was and I need to go and watch I'm going to see it again in a few days I think if it was that is the cameo to end all cameos that's like the greatest troll in the history of cameos um but Maybe it wasn't. I need to go back and see. I could be completely just wrong. Um, <laughs> I thought, like, you said it yourself, like, and then I was cracking up. Um, what just there were so many scenes where I was, just, especially towards the beginning, I was just smiling under my mask, uh, like hearing him all the time in the world, and then they played the theme at the beginning. I was just smiling as Bond is back, and this is like a, a Bond fan's wet dream here. Um, and then the pr- title sequence, um, like the Dr. No dots, even though I thought oh, Dr. No uh, is going to be in it. That was so exciting to see that. And then a few callbacks, I think maybe some Thunderbolt Majesty's callbacks. Um, the title sequence worked better with the song, um, or the song worked better with the title sequence but still not a fan of the song. It actually worked well in the sort of score, but the song itself I'm not a fan of. Title sequence, I liked the sort of throwbacks and the old kind of feel to it. Uh, Nowhere near Spectre for me. Nowhere near Casino Royale. So they were good, but I feel like they're sort of Skyfall level. uh, Better than Quantum, of course. Um, But yeah... uh, they were decent i like the old feel of them and it worked with the song i guess um i don't know if we needed the kind of Vesper flashbacks and everything like we like we got in spectre that was kind of repeating itself at that point um i love the stuff with Vesper and the pre-titles um definitely think that has to be the longest pre-title um it would have been sort of considered maybe one of the weaker pre-titles, but I almost think the flashback should have been the pre-titles. Because then when we cut to the present day, it did go on for quite a while. So maybe they should have ended it after the flashback and then we went into the stuff at the beginning in, uh, in Italy. But the... The, uh, the pre-titles, all the stuff in the present day was great. Um, I'll talk more about the past stuff later. That was interesting. i um, not sure if I loved that. And I'm not sure if it was needed, quite frankly. Um, but loved the stuff in the pre-titles in Italy. But a lot of that stuff was used in the trailer. Um, but the stunts were amazing. And... Uh, kind of set everything up well but it was just fun to see bond back and craig was great in the pre-title sequence um yeah i I, this i could go on and on we're gonna do a non-spoiler recap with colin uh as sort of the first one while we wait for ben um and then when ben finally sees it in november 11th i think it is so over a month for me I probably will have seen it either one more time or I think I'll probably go two more times three times total um it's gonna be a while but then we'll do a reaction where we're getting his initial reaction so there will have been a lot of time for me to digest everything I'm going over now uh but I'm happy to just get some of the things off my chest um so there's still so much to talk about but let me just summarize um I enjoyed it. I, I really didn't come out of it feeling sour. There's things I would change and not everything I loved, but I came out of it enjoying it a lot. Um, excited to rewatch it. I think it, you know, it's a good, it was a good way of ending the Craig era, which is not my favorite era, but it, it worked. It tied everything together as best they could and it went out in a big way. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to see the reactions coming, uh, with the, the ending in the next few days. I hope Ben doesn't get spoiled on. It's a long way to go before he sees it, but I'm hot. That's I was wishing he was there. Like we were we We're seeing expecting to, to, just to have someone next to me when that moment happened in the cinema. Um, bit a bit, bit melancholic seeing it on your own I coming out of the cinema I wanted someone to just immediately share that moment with but I hope it doesn't get spoiled for him or for Colin he's still got another week um but yeah uh, I'm not gonna rank it now but if it's not my favorite it's not my top five but I imagine when it all comes down to it like it's not a bottom film, this is a solid Bond outing, it it fit with what we've seen over the last 15 years, it was a good wrap up, it's a good way of just saying goodbye to all this and setting up a new era which we're going to talk about and I'm excited to see what comes next but uh, fitting end for Daniel Craig, he gave a good performance, me. Um, I really enjoyed, Madeline's character, I think, was probably better in this film than the last one. Uh, Bond's daughter. I <laughs> don't know what I think about that. I don't hate that, but that's something I'm going to digest and talk about more with Colin and whatever in the f- future. But overall, I'm satisfied. I wish I had someone to talk to about it and not just my phone. Um, I've come out of the cinema and now I've got to just patiently wait um but i enjoyed it i'm looking forward to seeing it again i think a lot of it worked i'm looking forward to talking to the other two um so yeah here's the reaction of a lone australian boy who's seen the film in korea long before the rest of the world is going to see it so exciting privilege for me um and yeah, let me just say farewell. <laughs> and I I could go on for an hour. All these things are popping into my head, but I'll leave it here. This was meant to be five to ten minutes. Um, but I enjoyed it. And let's see how we digest it in the future and see how the, the fans react. Uh, so Thanks for listening and look forward to reactions immediate from Colin and reactions immediate from ben and our eventual proper recap of this film uh it's finally come out i can't believe i finally saw the new Bond film two years later um and i'm a happy chappy so so stay tuned for more
3: okay we literally just walked out of the theater we literally just started the the car and started driving so jamie's holding (laughs) <laughs> the microphone here so we could uh finish this
1: yes you're but driving safely
3: i am safely driving because that's what people in winnipeg do um don't tell not. people where we live please don't tell people how i live okay so we're, we're gonna try to keep this briefer than noah does um <laughs> uh i'm, I'm gonna well, well, I'm well, gonna be, well we're not drunk I'm so be, um, yeah that's right this is what happens when you're sober um i'm gonna be brief here but uh uh First of all, without before we even get into it, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, the ending and some of the spoiler stuff in this movie, but there really wasn't a single second of this movie that I wasn't, like, having a blast. Like, it is a fun movie, and it is long. It's, it's probably a little bit too long for its own good. You could easily trim... You know even 15 20 minutes out of this movie and it's not going to hurt it at all but i mean the movie is fun like this is the closest they've gotten to a traditional james bond movie with the daniel craig era i would argue it's probably closer than you know a couple of the pierce brosnan movies got daniel craig seems like he's having a blast making this movie everybody seems like they're having fun making this movie i mean you know i think that's one of the best things about it is that it's just it's all around fun and it's kind of like a classic bond movie
1: yeah, I uh I really agree. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what I can and can't say. I need a little bit of time to process the entire that, movie.
3: Well, see that that's the thing is that the, we literally said nothing. We have walked out, and this is the first thing we've actually said since leaving the theater.
1: I actually the kept only, thinking though. I'm like, is this my new favorite Bond
3: movie? I don't know. Well, the, the the only thing I said to you is as soon as the movie ends, and we'll get there in a second. But as soon as the movie ends, I'm like. I think I'm going to need a couple of minutes to process that. <laughs> I still think I need a couple of days to process it. Just talking about the ending here. There are going to be people who are going to be very upset. Um, there are people who are going to be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly, I think that you could play this a million ways. I mean, we'll probably talk about it more in a full episode, but this is no different than what Ian Fleming did a couple of times in the novels. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know is James Bond dead? Probably not. I mean, we, we do have the James Bond returns at the end, so you can talk a little bit about that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. How did you feel about that? Like you're not a lifelong James Bond fan. Are you so tied to it or you're, you're like frustrated? How could they do this?
1: No, I, I can't really say how the ending went, but all that I can say, again, I... Oh, just I, say it, because
3: we You know, this will be all included on the spoiler one.
1: Okay. So, he dies. We oh, know... Jamie!
3: Spoilers!
1: We, we knew that. Well, you just said spoil yes, it. I know. So, you know, normally for me, I would get really upset at that, because for me, I like happy endings, and for everything to just be tied up all nice and neat. Mm-hmm. You know that about me. But, you know, when you watch this movie... And you watch everything that he's come through and stuff like that, it makes sense and you understand and accept why he's doing it.
3: See, like this is where, you know, my opinion is I'm not as bothered by it because I really felt like they got so close to the Ian Fleming style with this, like with the book style. Like I felt like as much as this was a traditional Bond movie, I felt like this was almost like a perfect representation of the Bond novels, too. And Ian Fleming kind of wrote endings like this in there, where you're like, oh, well, that's clearly the end. Um, you know, the fact is, there's always ways to, to go against that and to change it. Um, let, let's be honest about this, too. I mean, is, is he dead? I would have assumed Blofeld was dead at the end of, <laughs> you know, uh, certain movies, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, how does he come back? Uh, this again, is Daniel again, again? Craig's
1: final movie that you said, yeah. right? Yeah, I think
3: it's everybody's final. Movie. It's it's obviously not everybody's final movie, but like they they wanted a clean finish, and in a way, I'm okay with that because it's something we've never had before with Bond. I the only thing that I'm really bothered by is the fact that we're probably going to get another reboot, but I also don't know about that. I think that this this ending, it's I, in a way, I think it's kind of meant to sort of fool people into thinking, well, this is over. Yeah, but. James Bond movies have written themselves out of much, you know, more concrete final endings than this. I yeah. I, I don't feel like you... What? What? Are we? Are we gonna say that there's no possibility Bond could have survived? I mean, you know, there's more. Un, there's more unrealistic survival scenarios that have happened in Bond movies before. Jaws fell out of an airplane at twenty thousand feet and walked away. You know, I, I don't think that there's anything they can't write themselves out of. But you know, I, I'm not as bothered by it. I, that was one of the biggest things I worried about this movie. I kept worrying. I really hope they don't go the route of killing. I think this is completely unnecessary. Is it unnecessary to have done it the way they did? You know, there's probably other ways to do it, but I also think that you maybe you wouldn't have had as big of an impact.
1: I think it made it more meaningful, for sure, because, I mean, again, you watch this movie, spoilers, you know, there's this, like, um, I don't know, nanobites or whatever virus type of thing that infects oh. you, the, na- the nanobites, <laughs> And so, basically, at the end of the movie, like, he, he has no chance of ever having any type of contact with him, yeah. uh, his family at all. Well, and so, and so like, for, for him, it's like he, well, he would rather die, but he's, but he's not
3: giving up because he's making sure that everybody's safe. That's why I think that the whole death thing is just another story point, you know? Like it, we could very well have this series continue, the next actor is literally just playing the same character Daniel Craig played. Yeah. Because you could have taken the route of you know oh he'll never be able to see his family again and that—that sort of fitting as an ending too but they chose this but either way i mean i'm sure my opinions are probably flip-flop over this i don't think i'll ever be super upset about how it ends uh i feel like it's okay at some point to end a franchise if you really have told a story also some of the things i thought i'd be bothered about in this movie the fact that they're really trying to tie it into all the other ones so minimal like outside of the first 20 25 minutes of the movie this is its own standalone movie and I was it's pretty seamless yeah and I and I didn't feel like they were trying so hard to tie it into the other movies some of the other things that we get in this movie like certain characters who are written out killed off whatever you want to say um you know am i bothered by that again no because people have come back for much worse yeah but but at the same time i think that you do occasionally have to have the stakes and even in the original movies you had stakes like that um but i mean overall I, I think the main thing to focus on is just how fun this movie is i mean the action spectacular the story is really good my biggest disappointment is I'm not just saying this because I think Bohemian Rhapsody is a complete turd of a, <laughs> a Academy Award-winning movie. I, overall, as a villain, I, I, I'm not going to say he was a bad villain, but, like, he's definitely bottom tier, bottom third. I mean, w- what were your thoughts on him? Um, you know, it's, it's hard because,
1: like, I... I... I liked him, and I didn't like him. I, I, the only reason why I thought that I didn't really like him was because I, I thought he he just seemed so fragile and so weak. But I think that's the whole point of his profile,
3: like who he is. I think Vic's problem is he's a huge step down from the last two villains we've had. And you have one of those villains in this movie, and I think that's one of the other problems. But, know, but-,
1: but I think that he is such a great villain, though, because he... Hurt James Bond in the worst way possible that you could argue is even more painful and worse than even death.
3: Well, but, you know, technically Blofeld did the same thing.
1: But again, like, um,. You know, just kind of touching back on what had happened at the end there, where he, it, it basically just seems like he he wants to give up because what's the point of living if he can't be with this family?
3: What's the point of living if he can't feel alive? Is that what you're trying to say? No, but... Are you trying to say, what's the point of living if you can't feel alive? But but the thing we is... We totally don't get that. People no, listening are going to get it.
1: But, but the thing is, though, is I think if they ended it just like that, that it would be... It would be really awful because it's like, oh, well, he's just giving... He's giving up. Like, seriously, that's it. But it was m- about more than that because he actually stayed to make sure that the missiles hit because, again, the blast doors had, had closed.
3: Well, and, and what's the point of living if he can't feel alive, right? Well, no,
1: he was... Okay, stop. I don't get the reference, <laughs> so it's not really that funny. Um, but anyways... Men it, and it was are dying a, right now. It was
3: about more than just that, okay. you know? But... Overall, like you said, is this my favorite Bond movie? I mean, I'm sure that's going to change a million times over. But that's your initial impression. Is this is your favorite Bond movie?
1: You know, I liked the little thoughtful things that they did in the movie. There's a lot of things that if you paid like Daniel Craig's bathing suit, it was nice <laughs> when you know uh, when it, the beginning of the movie kind of comes in and. Uh, it shows him like five years later and it shows him in the in the boat with the suit. If you if you look close you could definitely see like the whole silhouette of his junk I was noticing. Okay.
3: Alright. And on an IMAX screen it was very nice. I, I think just parting kind of thoughts here I, um, I'm um i a huge Daniel Craig fan. I was a huge Daniel Craig fan before he played James Bond. That's kind of one of the reasons I was excited, you know, uh, for Casino Royale in the first place. Obviously, he's a huge Pierce Brosnan fan. You know, it's tough. But his movies have been hit and miss. But in all honesty, every every single James Bond movies were hit and miss. Sean Connery had just as many stinkers as he had hits, you know? Roger Moore, same thing you can say. Definitely Dalton. Uh, uh, I feel like this is, like, the perfect wrap-up for Craig. Like, this is what will cement his legacy as James Bond in it.
1: I think this is also the first time he's been funny, but it, it's so weird. Like, he's like channeling Roger Moore in this movie, and he's nailing it. But it's, but it's so weird, though, because it's not, like, funny corny. It's, like, so natural. Yeah. You know, like, when he's saying something, like, you know, Sean so, Connery, like, she's just dead. It's, like, it's just natural. Yeah. So,
3: back to the original question, are you saying this is your favorite James Bond movie, or just... You know, I'll have to
1: wait and see. Okay, but don't try to rush me when you're making these lame jokes of things I don't understand. you're like, What's "Come the on, point come of on, living if you can't feel alive, Jamie." And, and then I'm trying to finish a and You're like, "Come on, come on," <laughs> and no, okay.
3: nobody gets your joke. I'm I'm gonna say first impression. I don't think this is a top ten Bond movie for me. I loved it. Like I loved the movie to pieces. Oh, it was on. it was a blast. It's not a top ten. There's 25 of these movies. I mean that. But even just saying it's outside the top ten puts it in the the the, the top half of Bond movies. Um, but having said that, this is one of these movies that I think you do have to see. Is there are certain things in this movie uh, that you know are definitely going to be up for debate. You know, oh, is that the right direction? Should they have done this? Do you like this? I mean, you know, I could say. With Spectre, I definitely was higher on that movie when I originally saw it. And I almost feel like this could be the opposite. So, right now, I'm saying it's not a top 10 movie, but there's potential that this could be a top 10 movie the more I see it. Because I feel like here's a weird comparison Um, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. I think I said with both of those movies that seeing it a second time or even a third time, I still have not seen Rise of Conqueror a third time. It's much harder with that. But seeing the movies for a second time or a third time, when you go in knowing, oh yeah, I'm gonna be disappointed with this part, it's easier to accept the disappointment. So things that don't work about this movie or that maybe are divisive, I feel like if you watch it a second time, you're already gonna accept it. You're not gonna be worried about it so much. They're used to the car chases. Yes, the car chases were good, especially the motorcycle stuff that they had. That was fantastic.
1: Yeah, especially in IMAX
3: especially in IMAX and is junk in IMAX yes alright no time to die good movie good movie that
1: was a very good
0: movie wow um I have literally walked out of the cinema I am sitting in my car and I don't even know what to say I literally am struggling to find words right now as to what to say, um, that I I I just I don't know what to say. I I cannot believe what happened. They they fucking killed James Bond. I don't even I can't even comprehend the words because it. I literally stayed to the very second of the credits ending because I'm going. There's literally no words at the end saying James Bond will return and ultimately there were, but how? What? what I don't. It's a level where we talked about it in our previews. We, we asked the question. We said, will James Bond die? And we were all like, no, 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 they won't. And isn't that the reason why Danny Boyle was fired from this project? Because he wanted to kill James Bond off. So, I'm so confused. It's... I don't... I don't know if I'm angry, if I'm upset, if I like it. I I don't like it. No, I don't like it. I don't like the fact that they've killed James Bond. Because all that brings is just questions about about what the fuck is going to happen next, right? Like, just... Just what the hell? This movie is a lie in terms of the title No Time to Die. It's all the time to die. Everyone dies in this movie. Blofeld dies, Felix dies, Bond dies. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I just want to point out that I like I didn't say this in that opening bit of the thing of the of the the thing I recorded. I had to wait this 6 weeks Well, I said that, but I avoided spoilers. I literally did not get spoiled. On anything. The only thing I saw was a tweet from Nicholas Susick, which I can kind of comprehend a little bit now. And I also saw, I think, a title on a YouTube video that said, The Ending of No Time Die Die Explained. And also there was another headline that said, It was something along the lines of, how No Time to Die changes Bond or something. Well, okay. So, these make sense now. But I was completely unspoiled. I didn't know a thing. I didn't. I don't even know a review. I've not even seen if this movie's been... I still don't know. I've literally walked in my car and I'm recording this. So, I don't even know if this movie's been well-received, if it's beloved, hated, whatever. I'm going to take a breath right now. Um, in all honesty, I was thoroughly enjoying the movie. I was on board with everything. I thought it was... It was fun. It was back to kind of like Bond where, you know, it was crazy. Like you've got this guy killing the world with freaking microscopic robots. Um, like that to me, I'm like, yes, like we're back to batshit crazy Bond. Um, I was on board with everything until, well, there was two things. Daddy Bond? No, I don't want my Bond being a father. That is stupid. I these are initial reactions. I don't know when people are hearing this, whether this is literally within our reaction spoiler episode or we're doing this as a separate one, but like there's going to be some emotions going on here. I don't like Bond being a father. No, I, no. That annoys me more than Bond having a brother. Bond being a father, no. I just, I'm not on board with that. That's my initial reaction. And the little girl's a pain in the ass. She was annoying little shit. But like... Bond getting killed, I don't like, I just I don't know what to say I don't know how I feel about it, I don't think I like it Um, I just, fucking hell I just, I don't, wow Noah's, one of these went for like 20 minutes, I don't know how long Colin's gone for Um. I'll give a bit of timing in the fact that I've seen this. It's now like quarter past two in the afternoon. And to just give you a technical insight into Double 7, we're not recording our spoiler episode for at least another 10 hours. And we're trying to be all like, oh, let's save our feelings until we're on air. Which I just messaged our Double 7 group. And the first thing I said was dot, 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 wow. To which Noah replied, try waiting six weeks. Um, So I'm sure we will talk about this on the episode, but I just, I I can't, I, I really am in such shock because it is just, like, you do not believe this is, let's put this into context. Batman v Superman, they kill Superman, but the way they end that movie, you see, like, little dotty things arriving on, and, like, it was a comic, so you knew that at one point they actually killed Superman and he comes back to life. Like, it's Superman. Like... This isn't a superhero movie. This is a grounded in reality movie, he says, talking about a movie where there's microscopic robots trying to kill the world. Um, but it's how I legitimately thought it was going to end is I legitimately thought they were going to retire like 007 name and rename the 007 code name as James Bond and maybe that's where they're going to go when they bring back James Bond for Bond 26 I don't know and it will kind of live into that whole theory about bond being a code name that to me is where I was thinking they were going to go with it but like you got nothing of that like he dies and then he ends and then that's it and oh my god like it just i I don't I don't even know how to feel about it I don't like this is James Bond. You, you think James Bond is invincible. Like he's the one movie character that is sacred because you know, superhero movies, you can bring back superheroes. You can bring back other movie characters or like other series. You're going to end the series. So let's kill this person. Let's kill that person. But like James Bond is sort of like the never ending franchise that keeps on going. And I don't even know what to think about this. I am so desperate to get home and read reactions because I, I I want to know if this movie is hated or loved because, I this movie is a good movie. I actually thoroughly enjoyed the movie outside of them killing Bond and fucking Bond having a child. Rami Malek, I loved. I thought he just had that level of creepy. Not Dr. No, by the way, so we were well off. I'm zero from two from my predictions. I said he wasn't Blofeld inspector. was Blofeld, said he was Dr. No, not Dr. No. Okay, there you go. Um, like, Rami Malek was great. Craig was on point. Like, Craig was doing really, really well. Um, Madeline, laissez do, yeah, probably enjoyed him more in this movie, although the whole, you know, mother thing, yeah, that could kind of go away a little bit. Um, Felix. Like, they killed Felix. I was annoyed enough that they killed Felix. But then I'm all like, okay, yeah, that that probably makes sense. They killed Blofeld. Okay, sure, you know, great. But, like, fucking killed Bond. Lashana Lynch. Bland. Absolutely bland. Um good action scenes, but there was no point to her that I, I've got a lot to say on her. I'm saying this right now. I'm saying this where I'm not going to get laughed at tonight. Jinx is a thousand times better than LaShauna Lynch, Nomi, whatever her name is. She just, she was bland. She like had some promise, but then nothing, she brought nothing to it. And it just was flat. It fell flat. Don't like her. Didn't like, didn't like that character. Um, Oh my god. Um what else? Um oh the the character I liked, the uh, the the agent that helped in Cuba. She was fun. I wanted her on the mission. I wanted her to hang around. She was kind of like a merry goodnight type of character. I liked her. She was great. Um the random evil CIA guy, he was kind of fine. I liked the Cyclops dude. I liked the henchman in this movie. I didn't even know there was a henchman, but I liked the idea of there being Cyclops. That's cool. Um, M was fine. Tanner didn't really do much. Uh, Q better this movie. I think we've officially got confirmation that Q's gay. So good on them. I like that. Um, and Money Penny kind of relegated to standard Money Penny, but with less flirtation. It's it's kind of that problem still that you've got in the Craig era of just involving the MI6 crew a little bit too much, and then you kind of. I don't know, taking away a little bit. I oh, the the beginning, like the, the opening, the pre titles was very unique. That has got to have surely have beaten the world. is not enough as the longest. Um, and having a flashback, very fascinating. Um, the, uh, uh, so I loved the use of all the time. And like, God, I cried. I literally at the beginning of this movie, and this is where I thoroughly thought Madeline was going to die was when when, uh, Bond literally turns to her and says, we have all the time in the world. And you hear the, like from all the time in the world, like, I fucking cried. I actually cried in that moment. Um, and then I'm like, oh my God, like totally going to die in this movie. I thought she was going to die in the pre-titles, but then I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. We've seen so much more of her in the movie, in the trailers. Um, and, at the end, though, like that's where kind of it maybe annoys me. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm torn on the ending where you get her saying it again and you play, you literally play out to Louis Armstrong's all the time in the world. Like, that actually ends the movie. So, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm so torn on this killing of Bond. Um,. Yeah. What else was there? Oh, the the motif, like the actual use of old Bond music, was amazing. They used uh, the on a Majesty Secret Service scene in one point in the movie. The dun 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 dun, 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 dun. That was epic. Um, I'm saying this now, and I'm going to get ripped straight on the episodes. I know this now the song no time to die improves watching this movie the lyrics make so much sense having watched the pre-title sequence that's where sam smith went wrong with writings on the wall because that song still doesn't hold up inspector this song at least the lyrics back up sort of what we had seen on screen at that point the pre-title uh, the opening credits were weird they i was liking them then they kind of got a bit odd but then they got good again so um, rough ranking of the craig era pre-other uh, title screens uh is still number one. Spectre probably still number two. This and Skyfall are probably around about the same and Quantum still the worst. Um, and the use of No Time To Die, the song in the movie, was pretty clever. I liked that. Um, action, it was great. Um, there was plenty of good humour in it. Although one thing that really bothered me is there were so many moments for Craig to have one-liners and they just they fell flat. Although there were a couple where he dropped where they were good. But, like, there was at least three or four moments in the movie where I'm like, that is a one-line territory. There should be a one-liner being said there, and it wasn't said. Um, Yeah, like, that's where I was loving this film because it just felt like classic Bond. I've got to say, I'm a bit confused about Safin's plot. Like, why is he wanting to, like, wipe out the world with these microscopic robot toxic gas things? Like... He doesn't really give a reason. Like I like his motif about like motive about killing like Blofeld and Spectre. That's cool, but I don't know. I don't know if I understand why he wanted to kill the entire world. I I, I'm I'm going to see this movie a second time before we even record tonight. So maybe that's explained a little bit more. Um, but holy fuck knuckles! I just I. They fucking killed James Bond. So, <laughs> Tiffany Case was right. You just killed James Bond. Yes, you did. Um. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. And I, 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 I will tell this story on air when it comes to um, Noah and Colin. But there was a guy bawling his eyes out when Daniel Craig is dying. And, like, I'm in such a shock where I'm literally in denial that this is happening in front of me that I couldn't even take in the emotional impact of it. And there's a guy, like, three seats... And you could literally hear him, like, wailing. Like, he was full-on crying, his eyes out. Um... Yeah. I just... I don't know what to say anymore. (laughs) I, like... Ooh, I, I, I applaud Colin and Noah for holding off for six fucking weeks having to talk to me about this to to, to somehow us avoiding spoil like I, I, I thank Colin and Noah I thank you two so much for holding off on this like fucking hell I don't know if I could have done it if roles were reversed um, fuck oh the gun barrel um, great that we got the gun barrel at the start but I don't know if I like that little play on it the fact that we didn't get any blood don't know if I'm a fan of that Spectre still has the best Craig gun barrel. Um fuck 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 Like this is a good movie with just such a a jaw-dropping twist at the end that I just can't compute it. I like this movie, but I don't like how would I even rank this movie? Also, I just want to say that again, if you're listening to this and this is a separate episode outside of our spoiler review, we'll clarify this 20 times over, but these are literally reactions of us walking out of the cinema. I am saying this right now, having just seen this, I've talked to nobody else. This is literally my first reactions. So a lot of this is probably going to be repeated on the spoiler episode. So if you're listening to both, that's why. But, um, this is probably the highest kill count from any bond movie for a bond. Like, That last sequence alone, he's got to have killed at least 20 people. Um, And I think our record was Goldeneye with about 30-odd. So, yeah, this has got to be a record for most kills by a Bond. And maybe even Martinis. He has at least three sexes. He has one. He only fucks Madeline. And Bond, James Bond, he says once off the top of my head, and I guess Madeline says it. Yeah. yeah, I've just, I, it's, it's weird when you go into these movies to, and think of our bong counts when we do the recap of this. This is going to be a long recap episode when we do this. Holy fuck, Knuckles. And you know, the funny thing is, which again, talking about spoiler episode, I literally could have watched this movie last night because it's been released on VOD. I may have found a copy of it last night, so I could have watched this 24 hours ago if I really wanted to. But I wanted to, and I'm glad. I'm so fucking glad I held off, and I'm so proud of myself of avoiding spoilers. Go, Ben. Yeah. Um... I need to go home. I need to to see what the opinion is of this movie. I need to digest this. I need to go out and see it again tonight. And then I need to record this spoiler episode with Colin and Noah. I don't fucking know what to say. They killed James Bond. James Bond is dead. But he will return. What is going on? James Bond is dead. James Bond is dead. I want the headline of the newspaper. like The Mercury, the Herald Sun, the New York Times, James. Bond is dead, he's dead They killed James You just killed James Bond oh, Justice for Danny Boyle I feel bad for Danny Fuck They killed James Bond <laughs> Okay, well uh, Rip Felix, rip Blofeld Rip James Bond I would never thought I'd be saying that Having seen a James Bond movie Fuck, alright with that in mind, um, yeah. I think this is how we'll probably end the episode. Uh, thanks for listening to this very unique episode of Double 007. I hope you've enjoyed my opinions, Colin's and Noah's, and I think Jamie's in there too. Um, <laughs> we've got great content. Uh, no time to die spoiler-free. I'll listen to that. that would be a hard one for them to have recorded, I'm sure. Listen to our spoiler one and... Our recap coming in the coming months is going to be one fucking fucked up recap. Okay, thank you for tuning in to 007. My name is Ben and they just killed James Bond.